I'm still tangled up in my in my sear sheets with the very big flowers on them. Ugh, I was up so late last night. I went to a Dr. John concert and then afterwards my Oldsmobile Omega got sideswiped by a Buick. So it got pretty rowdy for a while. But now I'm sleeping it off in my uh my hammock made of beads. <laughs> the artificial mahogany siding got integrated with the pine artificial siding and now you have a weird wood blend that shouldn't exist in nature it's really breaking a lot of the rules of the gods of nature and man but hey it's the decade of the future baby yeah nothing bad could ever happen to us that's so true (laughs) yeah welcome welcome back we actually came back we're back in the kitchen my name's cornelia and uh i'm i'm ready for whatever comes my way. My name's Carol and I'm ready to slide between the layers of a black forest cake, <laughs> which is not what we're cooking today. I'm just ready for it when it, when it comes. And that's that on that. Of the most comfortable cakes, I think black forest is up there mostly for the dark, the cloak of darkness that it conjures. Darkness, I feel like yeah. you'd have no trouble hitting rem in a black forest cake. But then you have like a beautiful beautiful blanket of of cream and cherries like that seems like a gorgeous bedspread pattern you know and some spooky german folk tales to coax you to (laughs) to some violent dreams yeah some gorgeous violent freddy krueger-esque end (laughs) phillips here to spirit you away to dreamland Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Me talking about eating black forest cake. <laughs> Psychosexual heartthrob Fassbender will be there. Oh God. I'm just kidding. Like, are we talking shame? <laughs> shame Well, era that would Fassbender. be Michael Fassbender. <laughs> oh wait, who are you talking about? I'm talking about the, the director? German director wait. who's, uh, oh. yeah, I can't remember his first name right now. I just now went straight to. No, no, I had, I had my shame. I had my shame phase. I think about it a lot still. Um, I want my sister Karen Mulligan to sing a beautiful song. <laughs> oh yeah. If there's a movie that has kind of incest vibes, it's definitely that one. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want this to sound like I support any sort of um, non-consensual relations, but God, I love it when in a movie, the twist is incest. It's it's an incredible twist that's maybe all i'll say about it for right now i might even cut that out but it's true i just want it to be known did you what do you watch search party at all this is a digression i've seen i've seen some of the first season it's never really something i've stuck with because uh i'm bad at watching tv but i like the cast i love john early (laughs) i've seen him perform at the satellite in la Oh, it's so good. Um, but <laughs> the latest season, there's like the super hyper rich couple and like, the guy is on the phone with his sister and then he hangs up and his wife is like giving him a look <laughs> and he's like, she's just my sister. <laughs> so I think funny. what it is, I don't know, of all the ways you can take a dynamic between two characters, that's like the most bold and the most easy to miss. So I just kind of have to admire the moxie it takes to go for that kind of a, (laughs) 
a resolution. <laughs> yeah, you have to respect it, even when it's like, all right. <laughs> and I'm just a huge VC Andrews fan. That's true. That's an influence. I'm thinking Devil's Advocate. I'm thinking, um, let's see. I mean, Flowers in the Attic. Flowers in the Attic. I definitely have a list of this somewhere. <laughs> the incest list. <laughs> Let me just give Ledger. you two more examples um, so I can prove my that I know what I'm talking about. You're going to get voted off the island if you don't. <laughs> List five within a minute. Oh, the film Anonymous, the Shakespeare fanfic thing, The Falling. Another one. Oh, okay. I love The Falling because it's kind of like, well, I haven't seen it in a minute and I can't explain this well. It's kind of like being a young girl is so weird that it could be, it could be witchcraft. It could be mass hysteria. It could just be being afflicted with religious hierarchies too young and just how that'll manifest into chaos that scares the adults true but no, no, no. I, I do feel like the the polls it's like a venn diagram of like manson family or i don't know like becoming a nun mm. yeah like there's there's some polls manson family is one poll the other poll i think is something i don't know chased with psycho <laughs> <laughs> psycho virgins on lifetime <laughs> It's like a virgin, virgins Somebody that are know. psycho, <laughs> psycho virgin, okay, <laughs> I love talking about sexual deviance as much as anybody, which I'm sure we'll do more of, but I think maybe before we get too off the rails, we have a recipe to introduce <laughs> from our Lord and Savior, Yvonne Youngtar. I love sexual deviance as much as the next homecoming queen, but it's time for the time for book to introduce. Creamy peach rolls, a peachy something to serve with a steaming cup of tea or coffee. Creamy peach rolls. That also sounds like it sounds pleasant and then just under the surface kind of menacing. It's very vaginal. Yeah. It is also very menacing. Yeah, it's kind of like, this can't just be what it says in the title. Surely not. I've never used, done like the, the refrigerated crescent roll before. I've done like the um, cinnamon rolls, like at a friend's house, but. Yeah. Um, I, always- I don't know why I'm covering for <laughs> cooking cinnamon rolls it would be okay if I cooked them at my house too (laughs) it just kind of reminds me of like the crescent rolls it's like this is something that the child of the household can manage whoa even even though I as an adult struggle yeah like it's one of those I think my thing with like pre-made or like partially made stuff is like I'm like oh this will be because part of it's done, I'm like, oh, this will be the easiest task in the world. So I'm always like, this is like too, too many steps for my taste when I have to do like anything. <laughs> yeah. The recipe is pretty easy. I don't even need a mixing bowl for it because it's pre-made crescent roll dough, a dollop of cream cheese, a dollop of peach preserve. Mm-hmm. There's some walnuts in there and cinnamon sugar is a garnish of sorts. Damn See, the package even says picky eater approved. 
<laughs> I feel like that speaks volumes. These are the things that explode too. So if I shriek, I apologize. Yeah. Anytime you have to like really dig a spoon into something, that's a little sus to me, <laughs> to my taste. Let's see if I can, I'm going to see if I can get some good Foley work going with my spoon and microphone. In the dough. <laughs> There's already cat hair and that's gorgeous. And that's just part of life. All right. It, oh, it's so curly at the end. Right. What the heck? I just really want to bite into this. You're right. The the recipe, yeah. The recipe only says that we're making four. And how many are there in here? So, and there's at least eight in here, right? There's eight. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how to store. <laughs> how does how does one store already popped? <laughs> I guess I'll just sort of cram it back in, if if I must. All right. <laughs> already. I'm stretching it out of its normal shape. Rock and roll. They're bigger than I, oh, Jesus. You're unrolling it all? I'm unrolling at least four of them. I'm trying to keep it in check, but I don't think, I think that's optimistic. Yeah, mine's pretty soft. It's also not staying in triangles. The recipe, the recipe wanted us to shape the dough into rectangles. No, <laughs> I'm getting, um, <laughs> and see. I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, they kind of look like, I mean, they look like long triangles, like pennants almost, but they're getting long in a way that isn't even a rectangle. It's just like, like tourniquets. <laughs> yeah. It's like a strip of fabric that you'd wrap around a 14 year old's brow and at Gettysburg. Okay. I'm just sort of going to leave them in a, Get your bay in a triangle. Again. I don't know. What, what shape are you going for? I'm going, I still would like them to look a little bit like yeah. crescents. And then I'll, I'll roll them up as I see fit. If I feel like it. <laughs> so they're rolled out in goes like a tablespoon of cream cheese. And then like a, another, like a dollop of peach preserve. Something. Yeah, these crescents are looking a little. These peach rolls are pear shaped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wrap your head around that, Facult. Sorry. <laughs> Think about that, <laughs> Mr. Nietzsche. <laughs> I had a lot of difficulty finding peach preserve, so I ended up with something fucked up called Smucker's Mosaics, which is peach raspberry. <laughs> That's so disgusting. <laughs> Peach raspberry? Why is it like why mosaic? That seems um okay. <laughs> yeah. And now I need to okay. So I'm mixing my cinnamon and my sugar. To be honest, my peach Did preserves some... smells like metal. Oh no. Alright, I'm trying to get some what? Oh no, I'm just I'm doing my dollops in my dough. I feel like this is a make or break moment. Dollops are hard. I'm sprinkling with cinnamon sugar mixture to start. Oh, right. Before my dollops. It's interesting that it's a cinnamon sugar mix. I just think that peach preserve is like sweet enough. So yeah, it could just be the cinnamon. As we agreed, there is a peach recipe, but as it is currently the dead of February, we're like, oh yeah, we'll get something that was like packaged maybe a little early. Well, 
No, I'm glad you brought that up because we have this chapter has two peaches and cream. Um, if you hear grinding, I'm so sorry. That's my neighbor grinding bricks. His favorite. That's thing my teeth. <laughs> A man needs his his passion projects. Okay, it also says to crumble cream cheese, which is like not a word I would use for cream cheese. A word for for cream cheese, I think, like spread. I think you, you know, smear it. Use, not crumble. No. What kind of cream cheese? Crumble. Yeah. Seventies. What 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 was the Philadelphia company up to in the seventies? <laughs> well, I'm using Trader Joe's brand, but we'll see. Can you hear that grinding? Okay. No. I'm hoping that my microphone is sophisticated. Maybe enough. Our, our listeners can. <laughs> comment below. Is that annoying as it is to me in the moment? But yeah, I'm glad that you below. mentioned. <laughs> Tweet at us. <laughs> but I'm glad you mentioned that this is. We have a second peaches and cream episode coming up at some point. That one calls for fresh peaches, which isn't for another few months. So this will definitely be like, um, like the anticipation line in a Rocky Horror. So maybe we'll just end up bookending mornings <laughs> after with uh, <laughs> with peaches and cream. Because peaches is one of those things where like. It's not like they're like, oh, it's not really good at the grocery store right now. It's like, I dare you to find a peach right now. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe it's different in, on the West Coast. It's, but like, it's snowing where you are right now. I went to the grocery store today. It was like, have an apple. Have like a, a banana if you're lucky, you know. See what you can find in the root cellar. Have a parsnip. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on a lemon so you don't get scurvy. Yeah, I literally, I cooked a root vegetable cast, like, gratin last week that's what time of year it is i'm working with parsnips i'm working with beets i'm working with <laughs> i'm working with vegetables where if i what threw it that? at my brother i would have gotten in trouble as a child yes i grew up in a parsnip household <laughs> it'll leave a dent that does not surprise me one bit <laughs> um, i feel like if you're like what's a metaphor for growing up or like what's a an allegorical root vegetable for growing up in a 400 year old farmhouse in Massachusetts <laughs> it's parsnip night baby <laughs> yeah taco Tuesday and parsnip every other day I'm doing just a sticking to my fingers oh man Ugh. I'm doing my peach dollops although I haven't tasted my fucking peach and raspberry mistake I guess I'll do that now <laughs> what have you done now smuckers okay I'm gonna talk for a moment because raspberry is maybe my favorite berry but I fucking hate like raspberry flavored things like raspberry jam actually raspberry jam is fine but everything else I'm like why why does this taste I thought I was going somewhere this it, it tastes different <laughs> than the fruit and it's just it's just not the same you know it's just like it's just not the same it's not the same at all well the reason that blue raspberry exists is because the original color they had used for raspberry flavoring like in the 60s like 50s 60s when artificial coloring became a thing the original red they used mm -hmm. had had like a carcinogenics in it <laughs> so they're like shoot and we're all out of red <laughs> so raspberries are going to be blue now okay, let's do blue. i think that's a history that the artificial raspberry carries <laughs> This is the tarnished legacy I'm talking about. Yeah, I've sampled my peach raspberry preserve and it's it's quite 
it's mostly it's sweet more than anything else like there's a bit of raspberry that kind of piggybacks on the mm. it's like a raspberry is giving the peach a piggyback ride but i mostly taste the raspberry interesting see it's an overpowering flavor i think yeah it's a bit bully for me this is like i'm i'm working with a smucker's peach preserve so mm. There's, it's chunky. It's very gelat, gelatin heavy, I think. You know, like in Bake Off when Paul's like, how many sheets of gelatin did you put in there? That's how, <laughs> what, that's what I'm feeling in terms of incredulousness. Do you think, do you think Paul Hollywood's hot? I feel like the country is divided uh, over this. I'm in a no camp for attitude more than anything else. I'm sure he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was very good at sex, but something about his like stink attitude, I don't find attractive. Stinky. And I think because he does date younger women, you know, if he was happily married to, I won't say age appropriate because that's not a thing, but if he was like happily married, I think I'd be like, this man is psycho hot. But because he like has an attitude about it, I think it is the attitude. Like he has that kind of like, it's a little too smug for me. Um, and I think his hair looks too sharp for something that I I think hair is a very yeah. um, memorable tactile experience of the lovemaking ritual. And even if you're just making out, like touching someone's hair is huge. And his looks like like I might as well pet like a... It's like a helmet he yeah, takes off. Yeah, but it's spiky <laughs> on the outside. So like, what the hell? <laughs> I actually don't really think he's hot. I'm, I'm changing my answer. Is that a cop out? I think this is an important discussion to have. I think, yeah. I mean, the country is divided. <laughs> I don't know many celebrity bakers. There's so many hot bakers yeah, out there. Yeah, when I think of hot celebrity chefs, he's not. He's not. Okay, I've reached the walnut phase. Me too. I'm still trying to like kind of crush them down with my spoon if you're hearing that noise it's crushing my walnuts here these are kind of full yeah <laughs> like I, I think I didn't roll out the dough enough I think there's gonna be some spillage rolling yeah I just don't want too much ooze like a little ooze I get it but yeah like I feel like the amount of jam is gonna cause some issues I'm not quite sure how like the cream cheese will spread feel about walnuts um I mean as far as nuts go I like them but I never remember that I like them like it's not something I would pick for myself given the choice of other things but I do like I like them like roasty toasty I'm into that yeah it's a good like second like supporting player second violin yeah like I like them in um cookies but I wouldn't really like snack on them no which I think is like probably the cultural mood. Like I feel like they're mostly a baking nut from, you know, their what what their uh, presence in various bakery aisles has, has <laughs> told true. me. And my mind is like <laughs> solving a puzzle at the speed of light, being like, hmm, well, they're in the baking aisle, but they're not in the. <laughs> but Mr. Peanut's not on a can no. of them. <laughs> Maybe I've jumped the gun, but I've started to roll because I don't want them to get to like room temperature. Oh my god. That's wise. Do they look like crescents? Kind of. 
Are they supposed no, to? No, I don't know. Oh, God. We're, you know, it's a jumping off point. Let me see here. Oh, Sprinkle. Oh, it's supposed to save more of the cinnamon sugar? That's not happening. <laughs> roll, roll loosely. Well, that's what I. Yeah, think. loose roll is generous. That's kind of what's happening. Some of them are parcels, some of them are just like, you know, these are big dough envelopes. <laughs> yeah. These are, okay, my first one is ugly. Will my second one be ugly? They're so full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How am I going to get them back onto the. I think this is like a maximalist recipe. It's so much in each yeah. thing. So minor rolled up. It asks for a little bit of jam on top and then some cinnamon sugar, which is just so, it's so sweet. I like that breakfast can be sweet or savory, but like sweet on sweet. No, thank you. I think the preserve, is, my preserve isn't super sweet. So I'm enjoying that. My tile floor of peach and raspberry is unfortunately very sweet. You're gorgeous historic. <laughs> my terracotta. Protected by the, the UN. My via. All right. You can't. This is going to. It's going to give me a stomach ache. <laughs> I feel very certain. The, um, the cinnamon sugar is already. You can't even tell it's on there. But they're on my tray and I'm going to put them in the oven. Because um, time's a ticking. All right. Mine are going in as well. What do you think the most prominent flavor is going to be for you? Do you think it's going to be like the cinnamon going to win the day or the the powerful? I think it's going to be. I think okay. it's going to be sh just sugar, at least on my end. But I think the prominent texture is going to be the cream cheese. Like I could see that turning to liquid right away. It's like a reality check of cream cheese. <laughs> like you eat it and you're like, oh, that's right. I got to get serious <laughs> about my girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, is if you're cooking this for a lover, for somebody that presumably slept over, you slept over somewhere else. This kind of seems like a project, a production. Like there's a lot of pageantry to this. To me, like when cooking breakfast, nothing is more presumptuous than something like this, which is like, you can't like, it's not like pancakes where that's like a blank slate. It's like, oh, I made pancakes. Do you want syrup and butter? Like, do you want fruit? Yeah. You know? customizable this is just like well I hope you're not allergic to nuts and you like cream cheese and you like peach jam and you like like <laughs> and you can't change it at all you just have to eat it and be like yeah <laughs> I hope you're not dough averse it's not customizable <laughs> yeah because to me cream cheese is something I'm kind of skeptical of mm. you know I'm slowly overcoming my aversion but for a while it was like I'll eat cream cheese on bagels but if someone tells me that cream cheese is in a recipe, it'll like make me be like, mm. yeah, even if it was, I was already enjoying right. it, which is like my burden to bear my, you know, my cross of cream yeah. it just that I carry with me. Yeah. But I think nuts are kind of, nuts are a risk. Nuts are always kind of a yeah, risk. Yeah, people have to... allergies, <laughs> Yvonne. Yeah. I mean, like in the seventies, I guess people didn't have as many nut allergies. I feel like that's more in the past 20 years. Although I'm sure 
if you're a nut allergy long hauler, uh, <laughs> thank you for your your service. Yes, yeah, we're glad you're still here. We're glad you're still with us. <laughs> Having lived through like the wild west of of nuts slipped into yeah i feel like if you weren't kidnapped on your paper route in the 70s you absolutely would have been taken out by a nut allergy oh demolish like we talk about there was all the stranger danger and satanic panic stuff and kids like smoking dubers but like i think nut allergies may have been the silent killer i wasn't there i wouldn't know but yeah no one said otherwise. More than, yeah, this, all the stranglers combined. <laughs> okay, five minutes in, these have spread. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of put the, the the wider part of the crescent on the bottom, so it's kind of just dripping into itself so yeah. far. Oh, I'm selling, I'm getting some walnut cinnamon smell. Yeah, the cinnamon's from- <laughs> coming through. Cinnamon always it's does. A good sign. Yeah. I guess so. Did you do anything fun for Valentine's Day? This is after Valentine's Day, but you know, love portions is love portions. I was love portions, love portions. Um, what did I do? I watched Coming to America. Oh, okay, which was yeah, good. That's a that's a good um, one. That's a movie. It's a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I um, I ended up this. I had a friend from college who I was in a band with, um, which is awesome of me to say, <laughs> that I hadn't talked to in like three years. And um, I was like, maybe I'll message this guy just to say hi, like fully forgetting it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> just being like, oh, let's do a Zoom soon. And he was like, yeah, sure. I was like, are you free tonight? <laughs> One, how dare you to? Yeah. So I had a, a Zoom call with a friend. Wow, good stuff. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, like once I get off work, so we had a, a Zoom call. That's nice. And yeah, he told me the flirtiest thing you could say, which is you used to, used to be really good at playing the trombone, which to me is like, wow, it's it's so gorgeous. Not even in like a, you used to be good, but being like, you were really good technically. And he said, I, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to go off on this. He said he could feel my personality coming through in my soul. Oh my God. <laughs> and to me, that's like. It's like, why are you flirting with me like this? Like, this is insane. <laughs> That's like the whole like she's she's Venus de Milo with arms. <laughs> Just like, how dare you sit down? Like, sir, how dare you? <laughs> oh my god, Ugh. the jazz world so far away, but does it ever really leave you? I just will never really leave me. I was telling Cornelia that I just finished. Uh, the Joni Mitchell biography, Reckless Daughter. And now I'm like, maybe, maybe I should be friends with Wayne Shorter too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, maybe Charles Mingus should entrust me with his work before he dies. <laughs> uh, I love a memoir. I read, um, I love a, um, or go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that over, um, this past presidential election that week, that hell week, I wasn't on the internet at all, which felt really great. But I read I'm with the band, the Pamela DeBars memoir about all the, like she's considered a prominent rock historian just because of how many icons she's <laughs> slept with. And I'm like, I love this woman. Like the memoirs of <sighs> slutty people of history are my favorite things. 
Um, it's amazing. And I mean, I feel like, I yeah, mean, slutty with all the empowering, uh, with all the empowerment that it deserves because I get to read about it and I, I just love details. <laughs> the like the powerful sluts of the music industry is like, ugh. yeah, I'm just like, why didn't I grow up in the San Fernando Valley in the early 60s? <laughs> why didn't I think of that? No, I love, yeah, I love a memoir that's, or not even a memoir, I love a biography that's like, <laughs> I got unprepared unprecedented access to this woman who had a stroke last year and it wasn't predatory but I did learn a lot <laughs> you're like all right cool yes that's a way to go don't know if I let don't know if I let you write my my biography but I am enjoying the unprecedented access I'm just looking for ideas <laughs> in like the way that like in a movie they'll like the main character will look straight to camera in a like you are responsible way yeah <laughs> I guess it's true I took a peek at the crescent rolls and they have gotten darker but I don't think they've gotten cooked yeah they look crispy on the bottom which is nice not like burnt but yeah I think it's gonna be a good bite I think it's gonna be burning molten hot <laughs> in the middle for like a couple hours yeah. well um <laughs> for a good like siesta mm-hmm. worth of, of sleep I'll be thinking about it long after it's happened because of how the top layer of skin on the roof of my mouth is no longer with me. That's the most 70s thing of all. It's like, oh, were you in a fiery pinto, exploding pinto accident? And be like, no, my girlfriend made me creamy peach rolls and it removed my epidermis. (laughs) Do you think we're we're all going to live to be like 8,000 years old because we like, hmm. we we is not the right term, but sometimes I'm like, dental health is so different now. And, like, is the fact that I was privileged enough to, like, wear a retainer <laughs> going to, like, I don't know, or had, like, had like cleanings forever, is that going to make me live till I'm a thousand years old? That's a good question. Because, like, my worst nightmare is, like, getting, like, tooth rot. Yeah. Like, I got, I had, like, an infection after I got my wisdom teeth out, and it was, like, worse oh my gosh it wasn't even that bad but I was just like just like thinking about something deep in my my jaw like makes me want to drive off of a <laughs> yeah I don't know my wisdom teeth are still in my head because they never they just aren't going anywhere and I think my dad has the same situation so your dad still has his wisdom yeah teeth? wow it's okay. kind of like uh It'll just be like in Black Christmas when that that the the house mother dies and she's just like forever gonna be sitting in the attic in that rocking chair. Those are my wisdom teeth. Um, <laughs> wisdom teeth, rocking around. Yeah, the call's coming from inside the house. I I only had three, and it's like, where's the fourth one? Is like in my belly button. It's <laughs> <laughs> <So> like <laughs> I just can't conceptualize. Like, why did I only have three? Like, where's where's the other one? Have you seen the film Teeth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's nestled next to my, my clitoris. <laughs> my, cl- my clitoris just is one, so it's safe to fuck. Gets wiser every night, baby. <laughs> You're welcome, Ari Aster. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You'd love that, you sick freak. <laughs> That's like such a vagina monologue. It's like, <laughs> my vagina's one wisdom tooth. <laughs> And it's ugly and beautiful. Yeah. Jeez. I have to 
appease the cat. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay, Bijou is screaming. <laughs> is it dinner time? No, it's like two in the afternoon. No. <laughs> it's one in the afternoon. Oh my. How much time is left on the clock? I have five minutes. Okay. Mine got definitely dark. I don't think it'll... They actually don't look too bad. I'm noticing a burnt umber color, so I feel like I should maybe pull them out a little <laughs> early. <laughs> That's fair. <clears throat> or just burnt umber. Or burnt sienna, maybe. I don't know. That's, all, that's another good burn. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello, cream roll. <laughs> I, yeah. You know when you spot just a sizzling pastry from across the bar and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you. <laughs> My morning might become more interesting than previously anticipated. A pastry coming over and being like, hey, my girlfriend and I think you seem really fun. <laughs> Can we buy you a drink? <laughs> Look at that. I guess. Oh, wait, this look great. I'm going to take a, a little photo. Okay. I think my um my dough is much less refrigerated than yours. So I think mine spread are spreading a bunch more. I see. I'm just always prepared for the possibility that these recipes might look really ugly. Um. And it's always nice to be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> or to be proven wrong. We would love to be proven wrong. I didn't do right. this. We didn't start this show to be right every time. But it is validating. Ugh. These look kind of fun. One of them looks servable. I wonder if this is going to taste like a, like a Danish. Maybe. That's kind of like the fun like almost I spy aspect of some of these, like using pudding as like pastry filling, for example, where you're just kind of like, that sounds trashy in a way, but then you're just kind of like, oh no, I, I see it. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I doubted you. And once you get over the knee jerk, you're like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Like pre-made pastry I... dough, not the fanciest, but it works. And that should be, uh, that should be admired. Here's my girls. Wow. <laughs> See, they're very large. <laughs> they're very um look at that exposed. <laughs> I think this is Yeah, I don't know. They I think just... this is my cutest one, and that's I'm doing influencer hand. <laughs> mine are kind of yeah, mine are kind of showing the goods off. Oh, yours are like nicely wrapped. You like you hit you hit the the inside. I concealed them. I have to get over. <laughs> I've gotten into the habit of referring to anything that is like uh leisurely or in any way sexually liberated as european <laughs> so just like carolyn's like european <laughs> a nice prog afternoon of a, a role yeah. like i realized that europe is not the liberated utopia that some people like to think of it as but at this point it's just funny to me it's a turn of phrase we understand that fascism is happens there as well <laughs> Fascism, Catholicism, sexism. <laughs> All the big ones. Veganism. <laughs> the Mediterranean diet. What the fuck is that about? 
What the fuck is that? I think this might, what we have made might be the opposite of a Mediterranean diet. What's the Mediterranean diet? Like olives? It's like fish and olives and fruit and vegetables. And like, I think it's very light on the carbs and on the dairy. (laughs) So, you know, take that Sicily. Take that Sicily. That sounds good. (laughs) Or Cyprus. (laughs) Take that Malta. This podcast has beef with just the smallest European nations for no reason. I think I'm ready to... Anti-Lichtenstein. I'm ready to perhaps scald myself on one of these um, creamy peach rolls. I'm not there, but but go for it. How's that? It's tasty. It's not as... The cream cheese did not turn to liquid the way I'd kind of anticipated it to. It still very much feels like like the way cream cheese holds up on a bagel. Yeah. Um, they're fun. Yeah, it, it just tastes like cream cheese. Not as sweet. I mean, it's still hot, so I feel like it's kind of hard to distinguish flavors when it's still hot. But it's definitely sweet, not as sweet yeah. as I thought. No cinnamon yet. Oh, my God. Do you know who would make these? That's the verdict. Who? um share in mermaids the way she only cooks things that are like appetizers i haven't seen mermaids oh my god (laughs) (laughs) plays this like early 60s housewife who like she cooks but if she cooks it's like on skewers or it's two bite (laughs) like things that are two bites that's exactly what this is all right also go watch mermaids (laughs) Mm. the crescent roll you can taste the butter in it in a, a way that sort of counteracts the, the sweetness which is nice explaining what a <laughs> what pillsbury crescent roll dough tastes like to the listener <laughs> i got a bite with a walnut in it and i i i enjoyed it not that i thought i didn't but i was like oh hello walnut <laughs> well that's fine i think i would enjoy this more as just a crescent roll <laughs> to be honest yeah but I don't really like like filled breads Mm. so that might be just my my hang up yeah I mean I was a kid that liked I was not a peanut butter kid excuse me nothing like eating dairy and recording your voice at the same time I don't know I was a kid that wasn't that into peanut butter so I was like a jelly and cream cheese kid and that's what it's taking me back to just kind of nice yeah yeah jelly and cream cheese sandwich yeah that's what I went for yeah, it's cute. It doesn't feel breakfasty to me, though, for reasons I can't really articulate other than I would never put in this much work for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. This feels like something you would get, you would like point a finger at in the pastry case at a cafe, yeah. you know, if you're like, oh, peach. Yeah, no, I think that's what it is. It feels weird to be eating it at home. It feels weird to be eating it hot, too. Yeah, or I could almost see it as a... um like you make it for a child's birthday party like if they have a fairy themed birthday or something again something i would have had as a kid <laughs> they're light they're fruity take out yeah i feel like if you you cut the the pastry in half once once again mm-hmm. like i think it would work better as like a smaller because this is like a hefty this is maybe like a 10 bite if not more kind of a lot to work through well as far as Yvonne goes on promises made it's been a while since we've had to rank anything, but is this recipe easy to prepare? It's easy, but it's kind of messy. Like two separate 
spreading steps. So it depends if you're in a mood to like work gently spread cream cheese and then jelly. Yeah, I was optimistic because there's no, it doesn't call for a mixing bowl, but what is sacrificed is your ability to be precise in spreading jam and cream cheese or to crumble cream cheese, whatever the hell that looks like. Whatever the hell that means, yeah. <laughs> yeah, rolling is straight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if this is something that a child is expected to do as in roll pastry dough like on thanksgiving or something like it can't be that hard it's like not the best of any world like maybe these are just flavors i don't like but it's not really committing to like the walnuts is throwing me off because it's not committing to being like a sweet fruity thing. it's like no but also there's cream cheese and walnuts so it's kind of savory too it's like well i don't like that (laughs) i don't like that (laughs) you could have put chives like chive cream cheese (laughs) and peach Oh, yeah, dude, putting, yeah, putting, like, cream cheese, chive, uh, yeah, cheese, all the things you just said. (laughs) We're, put an herb in there while we're at it. That would be so good. (laughs) I would love that. I don't know what kind of herb you'd put in. Yeah, put some parsley in there. Maybe, like, rosemary? Mm. That might be Yeah, maybe, like, a parsley or a... Chive has some bite to it. Yeah, watercress. Watercress, that's good. Chive? Chive is unparalleled as breakfast garnish yeah yeah all right um what about spectacular to look at it's cute i think you could serve it and you'd be like okay i can sort of get a sense for what that is it's like a a breakfast pastry i think i got a good golden brown which is like offers a lot of promise Mm um i think that's more a testament to the brand integrity of Pillsbury but anything else yeah you put some jam on there it gets kind of shiny some cinnamon sugar why not the color scheme is nice like the orange and white yeah it's nice I don't know about spectacular but definitely appetizing yeah yeah it looks it looks edible (laughs) and it's not spectacular yeah and delicious to devour this one just isn't for me but I think if you like like d- like the cream cheese danishes like that kind of thing you you would work through it without being mad. Yeah, it's a good um I think it's a good quick version of that kind of a recipe if that's something that you're into. I think they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I like them enough. I'll eat the rest eventually, but um I think I'd want a different jam because whatever smuckers is advertising as a I don't know raspberry peach hard because I peach does not have a very strong flavor coming through it maybe it's just my peach but it's kind of getting lost but I think if you put like I think a strawberry jam would be good but then it would be weird with the walnut so it's the weird balancing act of like nut to preserve (laughs) to to cream cheese ratio I love peach peaches and peach flavored things typically but this doesn't seem terribly dignified considering how the esteem to which I hold the peach as a fruit I think peach is one of those things where I'm just happy to wait for it until it comes along in the summer like I love it so much in the summer that I don't really want to try bastardized versions of it right all right and um I don't know. Did we want to discuss if this is practical to cook for somebody the morning after? Like, I don't know who I'm cooking this for. Like I said, I mean, I'm not really a sweets 
in the morning person. Like even at like a brunch, I would typically order an egg dish. Mm. So this this would give me a stomach ache, you know. Um, do I hold my my evening guests to the same standard? No, but I don't know. I don't know who I cook this for because it just feels kind of risky. Like, do you like? Not that like any of these ingredients are outlandish. It just feels like a lot of things that like, like both peach, cream cheese, and walnut. It feels like there's a chance for someone to be like, oh, I really can't stand that. Like those feel like sort of the niche things that people just like arbitrarily hate, you know, even though I don't really hate any of them. Yeah. It feels like the the risk is too great versus just doing like a strawberry. (laughs) It reminds me of, (laughs) I'm going to have to learn how to compare food to things that aren't movies from the 90s starring Kevin Klein, but it reminds me of the film French Kiss where Meg Ryan hates France. And the French culture, but she meets Kevin Klein, a non-French actor playing just the most stereotypical French, like himbo man. I thought he was French because that's the first movie. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's everything that you almost associate with France, like pastry, gratuitous fruit, <laughs> a creaminess, yeah, it's, a golden uh... brown color. Meg Ryan screaming lactose intolerance. Yeah, and it just kind of becomes a grotesque parody of the truth, <laughs> i.e. Kevin Klein and yeah. French Kiss. There's something grotesque about how passable it is. Yeah. I think. And it's like, I don't I don't recognize myself. Like, this isn't something I My would loved do. Ones. We've forgotten the face of our father in this yeah, recipe. Yeah, it's kind of like watching Meg Ryan as just like a like a spiteful American who hates even the idea of going to France. It's like, what's wrong? This isn't my sweet Meg. <laughs> who am I? She grows to love she it. Does. So maybe we will maybe. Or she grows to love Kevin Klein. Who wouldn't? <laughs> With that mustache, that leather jacket. Don't worry, I've expanded my viewing my viewing schedule to include William Hurt in many films as well. So I'm trying to I'm trying to expand my horizons past kevin klein (laughs) blonde kevin klein it's a himbo renaissance everyone knows blonde kevin klein is just william hurt (laughs) as a mean smart (laughs) himbo man i feel like in every generation there's a blonde leading man like there was robert redford there's william hurt and now who do we have ryan gosling yeah ryan gosling like five years ago would have definitely been ryan gosling maybe now it's going to be Lucas Hodges maybe taking the crown. He's a little too indie. Yeah, I, I was actually just thinking Lucas Hedges. Um, yeah, maybe he might be coming for the. I think at some point, at least considering who we've named previously, like mm-hmm. Adam Driver should have been blonde. He's got kind of a Redford vibe, yeah, and kind of a hurt vibe, just as like a smart and mysterious. He's just tall, know, tall. <sighs> I know this is a food podcast, but it just turns into our other interests. <laughs> That's okay. Who could love this? Somebody does. Do you respect do you respect blonde people? I was a blonde child, so um okay. at my core there is a blonde. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I a, a hot magma blonde core. <laughs> I don't know if I trust blonde people, but I certainly can find it within me to respect them. 
it's kind of like how in the bigger splash like dakota johnson is blonde and i was just kind of like i'm adjusting but i'm accepting it and at the end of the day i actually kind of into it <laughs> i will follow you there yeah <laughs> just because i know you're gonna go red in suspiria <laughs> <laughs> she's a true auburn she can pull any of it off <laughs> a oh true autumn God. i mean <sighs> she's a true autumn well well, this was fine. I feel like this was kind of a boring dish, but hopefully not a boring episode. Yeah, we'll see what gets edited down. We really ran the gamut on uh, topics. Um, well, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this to be released. Um, I don't, not that we have a schedule usually, but um, I can just tell you up front that this season is going to be a bit more scattered than usual, probably, because I'm at a I'm working in an office again, which kind of sucks, but you know, whatever. She's in the money. I'm at the grind, but this is what I actually enjoy doing. So I know that I will always be coming back. (laughs) There's a road. There's a road that always leads here. Absolutely. At my tiny oven, at my (laughs) tiny recording studio kitchen. Cordelia Jones does our cover art. Abigail Baldwin is our sexy narrator. Micah Delic does our music. All of their links are in the description. Do you have any closing words, Carolyn? Uh, just our usual sign-off, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, happy 2021, everybody. I guess this is our first 2021 episode. In the kitchen, yeah. In the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, bon appetit. Bon appetit.